my people my people my people my people my people welcome 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 it's still don't forget to flush ladies and gentlemen the part two of this exciting very hilarious very informative very deep thinking motivational and inspirational and half of the time i'm scratching my head and wondering to myself who did i have here is it jedi or is it pastor jedi or maybe it's motivational speaker jedi but ladies and gentlemen i'm still here with the one and the only the jedi master jedi by the way People have made mistakes with that, right? They see J-E-D-I oh, and they oh, say yeah. Jedi. Some say, oh, the return of the Jedi. Some say Jedi Jedi. Some say just different. <laughs> which, by the way, Jedi Jedi is like a like an infection or a disease yeah, it's or like something. When you have like scalp stuff on your head. Yeah, like so, you know. Yeah. But Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's the intro for the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, Jedi, Jedi, uh, comedian extraordinaire, actor, producer, the whole nine music composer you should check him out google his music this dude has some very cool songs out i really there. appreciate it um thank and you. so we're very excited thank you so much for joining us and i really want us to just keep flowing with our part two. Oh yeah so if you listen to the part one well this is part two and it was a good experience i'm man. telling you uh, lovely yeah so so this part two um i'm going to continue a bit from where we stopped and we're talking a bit about the culture commentary yes. and um you know within that one of the things that you spoke about in part one was you know the seeming um the seeming thing that identifies us in the black culture overall whether you're african or african-american or provided even if you're in the caribbean you're west indian one interesting thing about us as a community has been about family and, and, you know, as you told your story about, you know, your family and all that you've also witnessed in the power of family and unity and the call for that, um, I think that is a great point for us to start. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear that aspect of our storyline, check out the first episode, the first part of this interview with Jedi. Um, and so, Jedi, I just want to move forward with that. So, have you had the opportunity of, um, you know, like, what what would you say about non african audience right because i mean you do a lot of weddings you're a professional wedding mc um you are the you are the con you are the guy who actually started this international tour reading man laughter yeah. right and you have laugh won't kill me die yeah. you know um so in those experiences you do have international audiences yes. and you continue to do so yes what would you say has been like your experience in that sphere is it some like what what i'll leave it for you to define like what was that for you having to play be in front of audiences that you won't say are traditionally African and how you've navigated for, for the first thing is, moving into America had already opened my mind to a different ball game. Mm. This is not your local area where you come from. This is America. So it's a combination of Americans and your people who have been configured to be Americans. Yeah. So which means whatever you're trying to do as a performer the first thing is how can they understand you and your humor in addition to how you can behave on stage that can make them accept understand assimilate enjoy your material mm. so those are the things i had to work with for years since i moved into america and I've successfully hosted weddings that and events yeah. that had international people. We've you seen know? you in the islands. We've seen you in Canada. We've <laughs> seen you everywhere, man. You know, and funny enough, it's it's basically not even about location. 
Okay. It comes into play, but it's not about that. Because I do a wedding in Puerto Rico doesn't mean the whole wedding is about Puerto Ricans. Okay. Do you understand? Fair. Or I or, or I go to Jamaica and the whole guests are Jamaicans. No, these are your people flying into that place mm. to do an and event. it's still a mix, and then yes. you now have the overlay of except the if they who are having the event have friends who live in that place or who are nationals of that place mm-hmm. that can now be invited to be a guest. Yeah. Especially if you do in Dubai, in the UAE. You Which, know? by the way, a lot of folks, I don't know if it's the movie, Wedding Party, that's now taking everybody to Dubai, but for <laughs> yeah, some reason, that's understand? like the so, destinations part. Yeah. But I've been, I've been privileged to host events where I see pure Americans, white, and I see pure Americans, blacks, that still walk up to me. I'm like, guy, you are funny, man. You need to be on TV. You are funny. <laughs> but these awesome. are the same materials that I've grown up with mm. as an African, as a Nigerian. But I've tried to communicate mm. with them in the best way they can understand and relate with. So it was all about knowing how to work on your delivery of the material that you have. That when you are in your own people, there's a way you deliver it. When you are international, there's a way you deliver it. Yeah. That will make the people enjoy the material and laugh about it. That's just it. That is. So it's been an experience that is so beautiful. You know, because it now creates another side of you to make to to make you be a multifaceted individual mm, that allows you to sort of exactly. Explore so some things that I'll say in pidgin English, I can as well craft it into a, a street Black American way or a white way, mm. and still pass the same message in the material. That is deep. So that's 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 all it took. So so. Compared to the influences that you had growing up, right, and growing into this, uh, you know, your role as a comedian, as a professional MC, and everything else, did you have influences that are American? Oh yes, you know, Steve like, Harvey is one of my major influences. Well, you Kevin talked about Hart. him too, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Hart is one of my major influences. Also, I really give so much regard and honor to Bill Cosby. Mm. You understand? But what irrespective I also did, of his, yeah, yeah. What I mean, I you're like trying to was, separate his his art or his craft from his personal life, which you know that one. That's where it be. You know, it happens. Uh, there's consequence what, what want, to everything. What man, sorry, what would we do? <laughs> you know, um, I wasn't there when it happened, so I wouldn't know who is telling the truth or who is lying. So I can't. <laughs> but at least for his craft in comedy, that one is different. What are you saying? Yeah, so excellent. Mm. But you know, I, and I love the fact that I've done my research. And I was very open to learn about the comedians in America. From the days of Red Fox, from mm. the days of Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, when you talk about Dick Gregory, you know, these are people and legends yeah. that have created a platform for other young ones to come into the picture. Then you now see D.L. Ugly, Benny Mark, Sadie nice. Entertainer. Look, I've watched almost everybody's special. Nice. And what I do is to learn from them. Now, when I went to the school, what I learned from the school was a whole lot for me to see movies from a different perspective. Yeah. See art from a different perspective. As long as you're a performer on stage, the way one will go and say, ah, he's so funny. I am going like, he is funny, but look at the way he said it. Yeah. Like am I going to say he, it that way? Yeah. Look at his gesticulations. Look at his articulations. Look at how he brought it out. That's me. If I'm looking at a movie, I'm looking at the actor. Sometimes I rehearse with them mm-hmm. as they're saying it. Because if you're trying to say, oh, you really beat me to it, there are different ways you can say it. Yeah. Oh, you really beat me to it. 
But this is your acting side that is coming out now because I'm like, you've just confused us. This one, you're doing the acting, huh? Now you're saying that you're doing the comedy. Wait, you're doing the acting in the comedy they are as all well? intertwined. Ah, I see you. Kevin see Hart you? is a successful comic we're, actor. We're, 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 we're learning. This guy also, um, 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 the guy that did Mask, Jim Carrey, yeah. He's a successful comic actor. Now, Jim Carrey was my inspiration. That, you see, that, yeah, there, are, there are so many. I've, I've never seen him do stand-up, but I've seen a, we've seen a lot of his movies that made us laugh. That's true. So there are people who are great comic actors, mm-hmm. but not stand-ups. And there are people who are great stand-ups that are not even into good acting, but also there are people who share both. That is very true. Do you understand? That is so, very true. Um, when, when I watch, I've watched all the, from Chris Rock, all of them, I've been able to study which helped me in the kind of environment I'm in. So when I'm delivering my materials, I'm imagining myself that I'm still a Nigerian. Mm. I'm still an African, but I'm communicating with you the best way you can understand and get the material. Just like a Trevor Noah. He's South African. So so let me ask you this. In the spirit of African Renaissance, which the podcast is about, right? Would you say that um, when you had the first taste of being a comedian, looking back did you look at it as something did it create an eagerness or was it something that you came through where you were sort of like worried afraid you were you were like oh you know created it created a more curious inquisitive nature of mine because i just wanted to know more and be better at what i do so it wasn't even sudden it was like you really had some deep deep experience as i discovered i said oh so i'm this funny and started building it from my school Mm. And from one event to the other, I tell people, whether you're paid, whether it's free, or whether it's a honorarium, that platform is a marketing platform for you. Give it your 110% best. That's all. And each and every event you do is a learning curve for you. It's a learning platform for you. As long as you hold the mic and you can utter words, either you're hosting or you're cracking jokes, it's a learning platform for you. All right. So let's test you then. We're going to jump into this next segment called Dinkba and Diva. But in this case, there are both of us here, so we're going to be Dinkba and Dinkba. And like also on the podcast, Dinkba is man in my own native language of Igbo, like strong man, big man. But what he does is that you now have to answer any question I ask you in an accent. So you have to pick an accent, any accent at all. Provided you don't pick the one that I picked, because I pick the Igbo accent all the time. Since it's my show, it's my mic, it's my rules. I take the Igbo accent. You now have confused. to figure out. I don't even know which accent. You I'm have gonna... to figure out an accent to answer this next question because you've been going on about your story, your experience, okay, the culture, give it a commentary, try. the the fact that with all this noise about Africa rising, right? I mean, from Afrobeats to comedy, you see what we're doing. Um, you know. Shout out to, you know, folks who are having their comedy specials like Yvonne RG and a couple of the other yeah. folks that are doing it big. My question then um, that I'm going to ask you, <clears throat> let me switch into my accent. <laughs> so, Jedi, uh, Jedi, the Jedi man, the Jedi, Jedi. Okay, for this segment, <laughs> what would you uh, tell a young African uh, that says, I want to be a comedian? Uh, this is 2020. Uh, well, if you say you want to be a comedian, but that's like, not an accent now. What's that? We are going to do this again. You are going. That's the accent. That what accent is this one now? What bus conductor? There's no accent like bus conductor. Baba, which accent is yours? My well, I you, you made me switch out of it. So no, which accent was mine? Yours? Is an Igbo man. And mine is a Yoruba man. 
Nah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, how do I even know? The point, okay, let's do it one more time. <laughs> jerry, Jerry. You see the way you say, uh-huh. mine is, uh, you see? Ah, I see you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> jerry, Jerry. So, uh, what would you tell a young African mm, that wants to wants to become a comedian? Oh, yeah. uh, you see, it's not that he cannot be a comedian. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can be a comedian or a jester. <laughs> Whatever way he wants to say it, he wants to start making people laugh and things like that. Uh, first of all, ask yourself, Kilo mm. why am I being a comedian? What do I want to do? I just want to be laughing, laughing people. How can I be laughing people? And uh, no. But if if he now say if he now if he if he says that uh, he can he wants to be a comedian, no problem. Uh, be you don't rush to do things. I'm watching your facial expressions. I'm like, you just have to take your time, take your time and grow. Every work is something you have to learn. You understand? Uh, to make people laugh is not funny. Mm. Your boy is funny when you make them laugh. You understand? Uh, I see you. I when you now you. think of uh, the frustration that people are coming from, mm. and you want to act like a doctor to treat them, it's a whole lot of things. Uh, it's okay. Decide. And anything worth doing is worth doing well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You will, you will stay to it. You will work and work the work and uh, oh, be a successful person. Watching, watching you try to make this accent is just like, oh my God, I wish people could see your face. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so, Mr. Jedi, in the spirit of the Dingba Dingba show segment. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, uh, you have um, talk talk about uh, all the things that happened to you in your beginning, beginning. Uh-huh. So, my big question to you then is, which, if you look back and you look forward, you face your front and you face the back. You look at the bonnet and you look at the trunk. Ah, complete compass, yeah. uh-huh. And you ask yourself, you know what? If I had a chance to talk to my younger self and tell him what to watch out in this craft of comedy, in this craft of entertainment, what I should have watched out, what will that watch out be? Ah. Yeah. If I can go back to that is the like day you, Obama, right when there. we were small boys, mm. you know, um, I will tell him to be careful of how he speaks and talks. Mm. He should be. He should know how to act more than talk more. Mm. You know, as they taught us in school, then they say action, speak louder than words. Mm. So, so this thing you're saying now, are you talking about the behavior or you're talking about acting, acting? Like in the movie, the when ways. you say, No, 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 it's not Boleachia. <laughs> it's more of like, a, my younger self did more of talking those days because I had dreams, mm. but not actions. You understand? See. There are some actions now that I have done. Eh? That if I was younger and I did it, mm. I'm sure it might be a bit different positively for my kind of career. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, but uh, above all, we thank God that it was still a growing process for me, <laughs> you know. 
Um, I th- those days I always believed in ah don't worry the time will come the time will come the time don't will worry come. the money will come the money will come till today the money, money. hasn't come <laughs> but until I picked up myself and started acting like the money came mm. and ended up in results I wish I did it when I was much younger. Wow. Okay. That was very deep. I didn't expect you to even be able to do all that one with the accent. Okay. Very good. Nice Thank one, Jerry. Nice one. So, well, it's don't, it's don't forget to flush. And it won't be don't forget to flush if we don't get into this next segment. But once again. Have we switched? How would yeah, you can stop the accent now? Okay. okay. You try. Uh, okay. Right. You can get back to <laughs> <laughs> So, um, how do folks follow you? How do folks find you? One more time. Oh, yeah. Um, on YouTube, just type out the name Oluwatosin Jedi Ayo. You see my old. page. That's long. Give us where to go and find you so that we can click on the link to take us there. Well, on my on my on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. Comedy Jedi. Okay. C O M E D Y J E D I. Okay. You understand? It's it's for my Instagram, it's Twitter and Snapchat. At Comedy Jedi. Yeah, at Comedy Jedi. And so you prefer Jedi to Jedi? Well, that's just the way I pronounce it. I mean, whoever calls it Jedi, you, but you understand comedy the Jedi. name. But it's true. If they say comedy Jedi, you know, it's the positive, you know, yeah. like the Jedi mind, you know, like yeah. getting into your mind. It's just like saying, um, it's just like saying Namo and Nemo. No, that one doesn't work. Nobody ever exactly. confuses it. Nobody ever confuses it. There's nothing that... No, works. there are people who pronounce the A as A and the A as A. You're just trying to like compare. I just like your own. It's Jedi, Jedi, and it means two different things and it works. Okay, I'll have to stick with that. So let's get into the fun part of this podcast, Toilet Seat Conversations. We couldn't have the opportunity to do it in the first part of the episode. And so I'm very excited for us to jump into this segment, Toilet Seat Conversations. This is where it happens, folks. Yeah. Because for Toilet Seat Conversations, well, this is where a lot of the deep thinking happens. And so I want to ask you a strong thing. In that sense, because this has come up over the last couple of months. It happened a bit last year when we had some viral videos. Um, so at the intersection of religion, faith, and stand-up comedy, point blank, do you feel comedians should or can perform in church? Yes. You didn't even wait for me to finish the question. Okay. I'm waiting. Is it up to us to perform in church or the pastors? Both ways. Tell me more. Good. As long as it's the church, it's an open place to explore the gift that God has given you. You do know people disagree with this sentiment. Oh, Some yes. people do. I know about that. I've seen a lot of videos and things like that, you know. I mean, and all... you being a gospel minister too. I mean, you grew up in church. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm asking because you would have a direct point of if view. If they from have your... drama presentation, why? Hmm. If they sing, why? The only reason why they're against this is the fear is the fear of a comedian not knowing where to draw the borderline and just talk anyhow. Mm. That's just all. But they forget that someone can sing anyhow and someone can even act anyhow in a drama presentation. That is very true. Do okay. you understand? It's just a fear. And maybe to some people, they feel the comedians get more attention than the lead pastor. <laughs> okay i see you and they see because they see comedy as comedy as an act they feel is something that you're making fun of the gospel but they forget that jesus laughs mm. god laughs most of my materials i won't lie to you most of the materials i get maybe i'm in the shower or i'm in actually in the toilet seat 
<laughs> I'm on the toilet seat. I know, I know. Do you know I actually laugh and say, oh God, why? Why did you just crack me up now? Thank you for giving me this material. Mm. Do you understand? If I hold the mic in front of people in church, I know what I will say. I can't go and talk anyhow because the first thing in my own thinking is to make sure the souls are edified through comedy. So, so you, but you just mentioned the intersection though because a lot of the pastors are saying comedians should be in church because of what you just described. It's predominantly for their, it's most for their own benefit. It's for their own pockets. I'm sorry. You can't bring any scripture into it. As long as your scripture mm. eh, can can cannot in fact scriptures don't fight scripture. That's true. But if there's a scripture that says laughter is good, is medicine to the flesh. Mm. Where does laughter come from? It can come from singing, it can come from acting, it can come from preaching, but it can also come from a comedy performance. So why fight the comedy? So from what you've just said. If we had to take it in the other direction, well, really direction, but the continuation of the conversation then, we're on the toilet seat, we're deep thinking, it's don't forget to flush. Do you believe then that those who perform should be paid in church? Why? Why can't they be paid? Baba, I know Nigerians have a way of answering every question we question, but that's not what we're doing here, Jerry. I I'm the one doing the But interview. I'm trying to drive home a point. Okay. That was why I asked the question. Uh, nah, why I'm can't I'm like, I'm It's like, a different thing okay. if the person says, no, don't give me anything. I want to do this for God. Mm. So you're saying it's up to that person to yes. say that. But this is what he does or identifies what he does for a living. A worker is worthy of his wages. Mm, that's a good scripture. Do you understand? You have a secretary in your office. You have an administrator in your office. Possibly you as the pastor are paid. Well, more often than not. More often than not. Interestingly, they would say they are not paid, but they have all these gifts and things that they receive that could also fall under. Which is, paid, yeah, fine. Right? We, we, no, I mean, you can separate that. There are pastors that are not paid. That's true. Selfless. And they get they get blessed by, you know, gifts. And you're saying that equally, but there are pastors there are that also do. There pa are pastors. There are churches that have been to that. There are special envelopes for pastor. Yeah, I mean, a lot of churches have like you know, it's the some pastors section. offering. Yeah, the pastors and offering. The, I mean, you're asking people to give. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. You understand? And there are churches where the pastors are paid. If you don't have a problem paying fellow pastors that come to preach, because say, most of say, them, but they say it's not payment though. Really though. They say, oh, you know, we just gave him something. Tell but me, mention five top ministers today in the world that you would like to invite to a church and tell me if they'll be paid or not. I guess the question about the word paid has always been the thing, right? Bro, is a gimmick. Mm. And I'll use the word gimmick in the sense that it's a style <laughs> to defend them legally from being told you are paid. Mm. but it is payment it, it is it is payment when you you're looking at how you're going to file your taxes in this system where there's proper accounting you file your taxes and all well, there'll be gimmicks around it now mm. there'll be gimmicks around it are you telling me for example if I'm going to say I want to do a program and I want to invite a Bishop T.D. Jakes or a Crifo Dollar or Kenneth Copeland or even anybody from Nigeria or anybody from London is money not going to be involved so you're saying but okay, so let me play. The, I shouldn't use this term, devil's advocate. But but let me let me just talk about the other side of the coin. Then, if you're saying that 
performance should can be paid, does this now extend into keyboards, saxophones, drum? Oh yeah. Like, are you saying the the spectrum can they could have be a- employed by the church? Mm. Do you understand? Okay. There's a reason why you come to play. The people who clean the church, they are paid. Unless if you volunteer. And unless if you volunteer. That's what I'm saying. Unless if the keyboard is say, okay, look, this is between me and God. Don't pay me. So you're saying that you're, the way you're approaching this in your response, Dennis, this is a choice the performer has to communicate. You can't force the com- performer and say, oh, like, you know, some of the viral videos from last uh, year. We are doing it for church. Why yeah, should you, we pay why you? Should you be, That's you, an insult to the craft. Mm. Because you get paid. It's just expected. Do you understand? It's just expected. I see you. So let's look at the other side then. If you come and you're invited to come perform, and I'm not you because you are seasoned, but you go ahead and you say something that could be affecting the gospel, could be misleading the audience, could be antagonistic to the word. And I'm talking about performing in church now, right? Should you still be paid then? But you were already paid before you got there. Your payment is not basically, be, you, be, you know. Because that's another thing. A lot of say. them will be like, you should come. We'll, we'll give you something at the end. Okay, fine. It's not left to the, if that was the agreement, it's between you and the church or you and the pastor. Do you understand? Yeah. Because sometimes relationship comes into the picture. But I know that if there's a true relationship, the pastor will address it with you after and still bless you. Mm. That's deep, like, man. Yeah. And like, look, I know your craft. I understand it. But there are things you say. There are things you don't say. I don't, I don't own your craft. But if I'm truly a pastor to you, I give you this spiritual advice. Be careful of saying this or saying that or doing this or doing that. But what we see today is how dare you come to our stage and talk like that? Who are you? What's the pussy? Like they have this, you know, it's my personal business. You came There's to my company. There's a godism they built, like mm. idolism they built around themselves, which is not right. Jesus never acted that way in the midst of the disciples. Do you know when they came to arrest Jesus, they couldn't, they couldn't identify him? That's fair. They actually asked who he was because exactly. he's like, it's just like And he was around his disciples. Are you telling me today? If Today, you want to arrest, we'll know, we'll know, we'll know the pastor. Even like before, away. even before <laughs> saying you want to go and arrest, you already know the pastor's face. You already know you've, you've you seen. already know who you are going. <laughs> we are not praying for that, but this is just the reality that we can identify. With. I see you. I Everything see you. that I, that concerns the spiritual faith, I always ask a question: What would Jesus do? Because he said, "Give unto Caesar what is Caesar, and give unto God what is God." I see you, Jerry. I see you. He encourages you to be a part of the system. Pay your taxes. Pay salaries. Do things. So it's really about fiscal responsibility. It's really about accountability of the person who's leading the church to say, hey, this is somebody who has a craft. So that's what I'm saying. You you don't have a problem in paying a pastor who comes. Rather, you regard it, oh, no, he's a man of God. He -hmm. needs to be paid. Let's reverence him. He's an anointing of God. So you're telling me that the comedian that comes to your stage to be a blessing to the people cannot be regarded as an anointed man or cannot be identified with someone that has the hand of God upon him or her. I can see your point. I Do you can understand? see where you're coming from. Then you from. bring in musical artists, but you're comfortable to pay them. Mm. So let me tell you the bitter truth. I'm sorry I'm saying this for the first time publicly like this. The bitter truth is most of those artists are not invited to come and be a blessing. Somehow, yes, they are. But they are invited to bring people. 
You know mm-hmm. that if you invite a known artist today, people will come to church. Mm-hmm. And there's a tendency they will stay and become members. <laughs> and they'll give offering. <laughs> so let's not beat around oh. the bush. Because oh if it is God. truly, if it is truly, right if here. it is truly about the faith and the service yeah. and ministry, there are a whole lot of people who are not, who are not maybe in that prime moment. Yeah, that are still seasoned All in right. their gifts to be a blessing. Okay. All right. So we have we have you on record now, Jerry. We have it on. Don't forget to flush podcast. Do you want me to post it? No, 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 not yet. Okay. Uh, calm down. <laughs> so let me, let me, as we begin to round off, I, I want to make sure I get this opportunity because I know you do have a lot of folks who follow you. You do have a lot of inside friends, but I know that there must be something that they don't know about you. And I wanted you to get on the. You're on the toilet seat still. <laughs> so um, if I tell them now, then they know about me now. Eh, well, you know, I've always been curious. Is there something about you that your friends mm, yeah, don't know? But I'll keep it. That's why. Sh- that's that's why it's good to keep the atmosphere of. Mm. Well, it doesn't. Even, it, it, it's okay if you want to avoid the question. We already have sound bites that you've just said right now about pastors. I'm gonna make sure. That okay, <laughs> so what does that define me? I'm a, that, that define me as a realist. Well, that's true. Well, you're pragmatic. I mean, it's the truth. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I don't say think, it the way it is. I, tell I think the, you're calling it out. I'm not for disrespecting what it is. you by mm-hmm. saying the truth, but I'll tell you the way it is. Yeah. If we're going to have a conversation, we'll have a conversation about it. Do you understand? That is so cool, man. I I have had a blast on this podcast. Yeah. Like two two parts, and you know, it's like each listening to you, Jedi, is like we can just go on and on and on. Thank you so um, much. Let me let me let me ask you this as we round off. Then, um, if 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 someone said, you know what, out of all the comics, I want to be like Jetty. Or maybe a better way to say it, and you can choose, is to say, um, what what uh, advice did you give yourself many years ago that you've continued to live by that somebody who says, I want to be like Jetty should also take? Well, one of the advices that uh, I work with is don't jump, but grow. Mm. Because if you jump up, you will jump down. But if you grow up, you stay, you stay there. So which means, in the process of building your career, be ready to learn and grow. Earn. Create results. You become a better person than just, it's just like saying, if I stand with Namo and take a picture, I'll get more followers and I'll be respected more. You've not grown. Mm. You've only jumped. But if I get to meet Namo and learn from Namo how he became a successful brand and start working on it, I grow. So be ready to learn how to fish than to depend on how you get the fish. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. So which means if you ask A or B, they might likely give you one or two pieces of fish. But how long are you going to depend on that? Rather than you learning how to fish and fish as much as you can for yourself. That is deep, Jerry. You've you've turned this entire podcast into some kind of mentorship coaching class. I'm sorry. And I'm uh, very no, no sorry. need to apologize, you know, because that's the flavor of this don't forget to flush. People come in and they're like, what about, about it here? I'm hanging out with a comedian and you're speaking to their soul. Thank you. Really appreciate you. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for we the have been listening to my 
my sit-down hangout. <laughs> you walked into our living room to have us chat. And this is the one and the only, the myth, the man, the legend. Wow. Jedi Oluwatosin. Ayola. Ayola. Ayo, you know, we can pronounce it anyway. On Instagram, yes. you see that. Yeah, I, you we said, know what but, you're trying to exactly. pronounce. Exactly. <laughs> so, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you for joining us here. Many this is Don't Forget to Flush. Um, ladies and gentlemen, look out for his upcoming, I mean, Rhythm and Laughter is going to go on the road. Yeah, the Rhythm and Laughter is definitely coming back in October, in November. Mm. I'm putting up something in July also. Okay. But uh, then also I am trying to see how uh, this time around this year, I must do, I am working on doing my live recording. Nice, nice. For special. my musical album. Yeah. So the, the oh, for works, the music Yeah, side. for the okay, music. Okay. Oh, no, you know, I did my, my special yeah, last year. You had your special last year. Yeah, yeah so true. I do my specials every two years. Okay. That's how I structured myself for now. Oh, wow. All every two down. years. We have to be like you. We will grow. <laughs> you said we shouldn't jump. All of you that have been jumping like frog jump, don't frog jump anymore. We're so gonna next grow. year we're going to be planted. Yeah, we'll water us and we will. I already have my, I already have my title for my next special, nice. and that'll be my fourth one. So um, I'm just building myself. I, I don't want to wait until I get to Hollywood. That's part of what I'm saying. You got it. I'm already building myself. I'm building my archive that will speak for me in the future, even if till I get the opportunity. You know, mm. so. Well, yeah, you have it right there. You have, you have it with us. That's the thing. That's why you're yeah. on this podcast and that's why all of us uh, follow you. <laughs> thank um, you. Me and my 30 followers on social media uh, would love to appreciate you. you. And thank you 30. for being on this show. Welcome okay. to... Sorry, 30,000. Okay. Like I was saying. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, 30 million. It, like I said, it's just me and my 30 <laughs> followers. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you for joining thank us on God. the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been Don't Forget to Flush. You have all our details. Check us out on Instagram. Don't forget to flush uh, the number four and the number two in the four and the flush. Um, and then check us out on Twitter. We don't forget to flush P and send us an email. Don't forget to flush pod um, at gmail.com. Thank you for all those that have emailed us. Thank you for all those that have texted us and reached out to us on social media. We appreciate you all. Keep listening. Keep hanging out with us. Jedi, we're going to go out right now. I don't know if it's time for us to eat some Kwabi. Or ECO, but we have to figure it out today. It's DC, so there has to be something happening. Thank, thank you, you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. See you guys soon on another episode of Don't Forget to Flush. And yeah, seriously, bro, like Jedi said, please don't forget to flush. I will never. All right. <laughs>